0: A desperate band of nuclear survivors stumble upon shelter where they seek protection from deadly radioactive rain. the sufferers upstairs, bro, from the radiation. But their dreams of safety turn into a nightmare of horror when they are confronted by the Creepazoids. (laughs) Even if you kill them, they're still deadly. Creepazoids.
1: to definitely first blood my My name name is is mitch christopher (laughs) and we are a horror movie podcast we talk about horror movies from the 70s the 80s the 90s the early 2000s and sometimes today hello hi Hi. how are you what's going on uh are you surviving in this post-american election world
0: oh man can i tell you uh feelings uh i I felt them I've read about them and the news man. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even get me started on the de- news. Don't get me started on that news. Uh uh cool. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome to to
1: It's Hi. weird. It's like <laughs> hello. It's whatever. I mean, the COVID cases here are also going up like crazy. Through the roof. Thankfully, not really in our city, though there are two outbreaks. hmm. In my in workplace. Mitchell's <laughs> workplace. Hey, uh, Above and below him, different floors. Yes. He's like a sandwich in between. You're like the I'm cream the filling. Mm, oh. The mayonnaise between the COVID loaves. You had some um, books you wanted to talk about, Oh, right?
0: Oh, yes. Um... I am listening to horror Jason. I would say techno horror. Okay. It's the Jane Hawk series by, by Dean Kootz. Oh, Mr. Koontz, The guy who did Phantom Phantoms intrigue. and uh, Intensity, I guess would be his best known works. Mm, there is a Phantoms connection later on. That yeah. I'll tell oh, you about Oh, I'm excited to hear about that. <laughs> I remember reading Phantoms when I was in the third grade or the second grade. Uh, and it scared the shit out of me, okay, uh, and it was cer- it's certainly one of his books that has like sexual violence in it and stuff, yeah. and as like a little baby child, I was like, "Oh I oh know God, oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, this one is like a series of four or five or twelve I honestly don't know at this point books Jane Hawk disgraced. FBI agent mm-hmm. has to go on the lam, if you will, with with her son and put him into hiding because a shadowy group of elites is injecting people with nanotubules, and they oh. assemble in your brain, and then you become
1: you will do anything. You got to watch out say. for those coastal liberal elites. They, you'll do anything. They'll they control say. your mind exactly. With, uh, various injections and, and nanobites.
0: The reason why she's she's going up against them. Because her husband, decorated war hero, was himself injected in order to commit suicide. What war did he decorate? All of them. Oh. Yes. So uh, I'm finally on the final book. (laughs) Uh, This one I am listening to via text-to-speech. And let me tell you, it's tough. That sounds like it would be awful. (laughs) It's pretty tough, but they don't have the audiobook at the library yet. And I need to know how this... I know how it ends. Every book goes like this. I'm Jane Hawk. Up against all odds, I'm staying secret and somehow building... Oh, that's the most important thing. ...key allies with a former wig maker. Okay. Uh... Former people Who I knew at the FBI Mm -hmm. Etc And uh Rogue like Motorcyclists Etc Who come across My way And they just don't trust What the government's Selling about me lady Shit So uh It's And then She goes on the run Blah 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 She finds somebody Who allegedly Is at the top And then is like I've somehow broken through all your defenses, and now you have. To, <laughs> while along the way, seeing the horrors of your mind control regime and what you'll force people to do to themselves and one another—oh, oh, it's evil and disgusting. There are every single book goes like that, where she breaks into their house, and then it's like, <gasps> oh, do, do. it's that serious Okay,
1: okay, okay. Yes. So talk to me. Every goddamn one.
0: Still... Every because there's so many fucking books, and she keeps going to different houses. Every book, there's one house. So we're finally getting to. I think he must be running out of ideas for henchmen because we've got two literally ripped out of American Psycho, who nice. while while they're doing all of their like torturing and planning on murdering and stuff and just being generally like evil Bad guys. People, well, one of them uh, electrocutes a homeless man with a taser three times just for the hell of it, hmm. which is something like. Patrick Bateman Should have
1: given them Oreos with toothpaste Uh
0: Uh-huh See that would have been good But like Patrick Bateman Does that in American Psycho Uh He like tortures A homeless guy And his dog Which is what I mean he doesn't torture The dog in this book Because Dean Coots Doesn't like Violence against animals Which I can appreciate A delight Uh, And then they The whole time one of them is, uh, like, obsessed with brands. He's like, oh, is that a Tom Ford pocket <laughs> scarf? No, actually, it is. That sounds
1: a lot like American But, Star I God.
0: mean, that's literally all they talk about. And then, at the same time, he is ob- obsessed with being accepted into East Egg Society in Manhattan. Hmm. Which is ripped straight from the Great Gatsby. <laughs> yes. Like, I, was, I don't know. This book is very confusing, But if you need to listen to something at work like I do, that is like your designated distraction, it's like the worst sci-fi horror popcorn. If Dean Koontz, if you're listening, I'm sorry to say this. It is like popcorn junk food. Very easy to (laughs) listen to. Mr. Koontz, our dearest apologies. (laughs) So that's a What I'm Reading update, and the only reason I let it go for so long is because you this movie to is it.
1: so short. It's a very short movie. And not much happens in it. No, not much happens. There's I a did, lot of walking. I do find it charming, and I liked oh, yes, a lot of it. Um, and I think overall I could say that I liked this movie. Uh, just obviously some problems.
0: This is like a quintessential mystery science theater style Mm-hmm. It was like an episode of The Twilight Zone or something. Glaring Flaws. Yes. Uh,
1: but like you said, it's got chutzpah. It's got spunk. I had never its... seen it before. That makes two of us. So Creepazoids from 1987 written and directed by favorite of the podcast, mm-hmm. uh, David DeCoteau And uh, oh, also Dave Eisenstark wrote it with him. The two um, Dave Eisenstark also did the story for Hack-O-Lantern. Wow. Yeah. It stars the amazing, incomparable mm-hmm. Linnea Quigley as Blanca.
0: Carrying this fucking movie.
1: As she does with <laughs> most of these movies. Yes. Uh, Ken Abraham as Butch. He acted a lot in the late 80s and through the 90s um, before becoming an editor for things like America's Next Top Model. Michael uh, Aarons? Aron- Aarons? Aronda? Uh oh, it might have auto corrected that, so my apologies. Uh, Michael Aranda as Jesse. He was in this movie called El Chupacabra. He was Che. <laughs> Ashlyn Gere as Kate. She's credited as a Kim McCamey here. Um, So she did lots of porn after this. Okay. She was the body double mm-hmm. in Basic Instinct, like the vagina double, and uh, in Decent Proposal. She's also in Evil Laugh, which is maybe a movie that we're going to be talking about But I need to do some like deep research oh, Because there's a lot of that, like man. little threads In that movie that you could connect To other things Nice. And I just want to make sure that I have like All the ducks in a row when we do talk about that She was um, a, One of the better actors in this movie I yeah, thought, she, In terms of like trying to sell The unsellable She And This also is similar in um, Evil Laugh I believe so she was supposed to play the Linnea Quigley part, and Linnea Quigley was supposed to play her part, but she didn't want to do nudity, which is ironic because mm. she would go on to become a porn star. Uh, well, once you once you break that dam, we also have Richard L. Hawkins as Jake. Um, he wasn't really in very much. He was the air traffic controller in Close Encounters of the Third Kind. I know exactly who you're talking about. Okay, I don't. And I'm drawing no mental image of this guy. <laughs> I feel like
0: it was, <laughs> movie. he was in the big glass thing when they're playing all the like
1: beep, boop, boop, beep, boop. That beep. makes sense. Probably, yeah. Because hmm. I feel like that's like an air traffic control. I don't know either. So we open in a lab, and you know it's a lab because all of the lab things in there. She's working in there late yes. one night. There's a scientist. When her eyes beheld an eerie sight, she has the extremely tropey where she like hears a noise. And <laughs> Is somebody there? I hear you. Who is, is somebody it? there? Tension builds, and then she opens the door, and ah, well, the creepozoid's there and, and it kills gets her. her.
0: Well, I love this too because, as you do, when it's clearly someone jiggling the door handle, jiggle, 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 and you're standing in the exact same room, mm-hmm.
1: you just ignore it. Yeah. you. Well, you look at it a couple of times. <laughs> well, she's talking to someone. She wants to know who's there. And then we cut to our exposition screen. Mm-hmm. This movie takes place in 1998, Whoa. which is six years after the superpowers have engaged in a devastating nuclear exchange. Holocaust. Earth is now a blackened husk of a planet, mm-hmm. and tiny clusters of survivors echoed a miserable existence in the ruins of cities, and bands of deserters roam the barren wastelands hiding from mutant nomads and seek shelter from deadly acid rain. You do not really see the mutant nomads. You would think that the mutant in this would be the mutant nomads described,
0: but it was not. No, and also, like, six years must be some pretty powerful radiation to do crazy mutations that
1: fast. But also not very powerful where people can still walk about, and the only thing is acid rain. Uh, Yeah, and I love that, too. As we see later, it's like
0: literal acid just pouring from the sky that can dissolve anything. Except, except for, for the buildings. Except for the buildings. Definitely not the buildings. It's not allowed to touch them. Or the ground. And certainly not the sparse, uh, fresh trash <laughs> that's just like LA trash, you know? Yeah,
1: we meet our tr- our troop of deserters. One of our bands of deserters. Mm-hmm. There's Blanca, Butch, Jesse, Kate, and Jake. They're exploring these abandoned buildings. They take like a five-minute break, and then here comes the acid rain. He, he, he uh, Jesse can feel it because he's got tennis, tennis elbow, but, but in, in his, his shoulder. shoulder. And it's sensitive to rain.
0: Where's the rain? Why? It's over there. Point, <laughs> and they point to it. Uh, I loved... All of the sets in these look like video games Yes Like generic procedurally generated Almost uh, like
1: Duke (laughs) Nukem
0: Yeah or like uh, one of the earlier uh, Grand Theft Autos When you could like go into like back alleys And stuff I Mm -hmm. mean there's nothing there But it's like got all these Like (laughs) it's textured it's there You know if you want to walk back there So this is what the apocalypse is basically It's a low poly uh,
1: Industrial part of LA Yeah that sounds right. Mm-hmm. They get forced inside by this acid rain, Ooh, where that they have acid to investigate. Rain. Of course, the first thing they do is decide to split into two groups. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have to take forty paces, or no more, something no like more that. than that. Blanca and Butch stumble across this room that's all smoky and red, and Blanca Ooh. is apprehensive about it for obvious reasons. Well, I it's think red the. Other group finds some dead chickens. Were they chickens or rabbits?
0: I don't know. It's dead they, animals of they, some kind. Uh, what are they breeding them for? K-tops livestock. have been
1: ripped out. What?
0: Why would they have them like this? I don't think it's for livestock.
1: This place is all kitted out. It's mm-hmm. got beds. Blanca finds a shower that's in working order. A bizarre. About. A bizarre shower that's like a weird shower,
0: like. It's like a branch of a tree that just comes out and ends in like the end of a, a watering can or something. <laughs> and she immediately, I, I know that acid exists in this world and is plentiful, having basically replaced water falling from the sky, but I'm going to go in there. I don't care if this water
1: is acid or not. Jesse finds the lab from the beginning, and then he goes exploring, and he finds a computer mm-hmm. and a decapitated head
0: Uh uh-oh, it spooks him really bad. It spooks him so much that he has to smoke a uh, eight years
1: post-apocalyptic cigarette. I like that when they all come running to help him, they just kick the head out of the way and they ask no further questions. It ain't going to hurt you, man. (laughs) Come on here. It looks pretty fresh. They decide that they're going to stay in this bunker, Mm -hmm. uh, except for Kate and Jesse are sort of trepidatious about the whole thing. But they give uh, them
0: such a hard time and they're not even like, we can't stay here. We got to go about in the acid rain. They're just like, hey, let's I mean, let's not just assume everything's going to be fine for the rest of time. (laughs) You know, we don't want to get too attached. And the rest of them are like, come on, you dumb idiot. Uh this is my new mom
1: and dad. There's like a very strange sex scene with Blanca and Butch in the yeah. shower. We, Their kissing is pretty bad. They're like just fused at the front. So they were when they shot this, they're both like standing on boxes and they're just like sprinkling water over top of them to make it look like a shower and like pumping in smoke. Hmm. And I guess Linnea quickly pulled a, a prank on him because he was not eating and was working out super hard oh, in I anticipation bet. of his nude scene. Mm-hmm. So then they did it and then he started like eating a bunch and she was like, oh, we have to film that nude scene again. Can you believe <laughs> it? And he was like,
0: oh no. <laughs> that is the funniest shit I've ever heard. That's <laughs> yeah, so funny. pretty good.
1: What? A little wisecracker. Also, she had to wear child's shoes because they couldn't find boots small enough. <laughs> child's sh- shoes for children. Shoes for children. Yeah. I love it. This movie was shot in 12 days as well. You don't say. I think it's pretty tight, uh, except for the end. We'll get to well, that, I guess, when we sort of get there. I mean, I have some major issues with the end.
0: I think that this could have been edited down to 30 minutes. Without losing 30 minutes? Without losing major problems.
1: Uh, I could see 45. 40? Yeah. Like an hour episode of a TV show, like an anthology so much show like, or something. They're
0: crawling through the vent, and now they're crawling back in. <laughs> Oh, it's walking. Like, they show
1: so much of Jesse on the computer, and it's literally nothing. He finds nothing. It's classified. He does find some, like, shit about amino acids, and we learn that they're Mm -hmm. 400 miles away from New L.A. But where's New L.A.? And, I mean, like, Jesse is literally just entering random numbers, trying to get the access code. He's
0: hacking, bud. (laughs) He's hacking. He's a bio bio en- engineer and he whatever. tells
1: Jake that he feels like he was being watched mm-hmm. but Jake doesn't believe him and that night Jesse finds a floppy disk in a book and puts it in mm-hmm. and it's this weird personal diary yep. we get some good exposition and a little bit of backstory <laughs>
0: October 13th, it's gotten unbearable. The communication with New LA has been curtailed for some reason nobody will tell me. I've been iced out of some major decisions and it's getting ridiculous. The whole thing's turn from biomedical to social engineering. How many people can you cram into an enclosed space before somebody blows up? October 15th, I skipped a day. Bennett was snooping around the bookshelf, he must know something. He hasn't gone near the books in months. Had a weird thought. What if Bennett were drinking the stuff himself? Maybe sprinkling it in the food. I wouldn't put it past him, the weasel. It's a funny joke, huh? Uh, but it creeped me out for half the morning. I shouldn't be putting this down, but sometimes I think writing this and the thought of someday going outside is the only thing that keeps me sane.
1: He hears something. He looks under the desk, and there's a secret passageway that, it's, of course, you just have to go inspect alone.
0: Just under this desk, mm-hmm. yeah. Very, and it's a man size man or, size. or, a woman. or a woman. It's
1: a person. It's a they size. The computer keeps changing while he's in there. Uh-oh. I didn't understand what was happening.
0: We're we're going ahead because he saw October 13th and October 15th. But in November...
1: I swear some of them were the exact same that they he had were. already looked at.
0: Oh they okay. were. The first two were. And then the very next one was like, ah. Blood's a bitch to, to get, get, get out. out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm evil. And Uh-oh. Jesse finds some sludge in the tube. Yeah, he puts his hand right in it. Mm, look it all up. And then he gets... Bitten by the creepazoid, kind of, yeah, it like lifts him up and then it cuts away.
0: I hated this because he's the he's the one who's like, Uh oh, I feel like something's watching me, and I found a head. But I'm gonna. How go did st- he
1: get back to bed? I'm gonna go
0: straight down that. He, it's easy, but Well, actually, no, because we don't know because they don't show him. And the rest of them, the rest of them, creepazoid
1: it's... drags them into that cave and and it, leaves them there. It
0: shows the rest of them crawling in and crawling yeah. out. So I'm going to save my magic.
1: The next morning, Kate's whipping up some breakfast with all these powdered foods.
0: Mmm, it's so good. Then
1: Jake goes to wake Jesse up, who is apparently fine at the time, but his shoulder hurts. Yes. It must still be raining. They talk about the potential history of the place like, oh, this was a military building Mm -hmm. or something.
0: You know, the military, they do all sorts of dumb shit.
1: And then Jesse starts eating, and then he starts convulsing, and he pukes up goop. And starts transforming into a scary mutant before his dropping eyes dead.
0: Change. He gets werewolf eyes.
1: So they go back to the old computer mm-hmm. to see if they can find anything. Can, can I, I ask something first? Yes. Fruit in the basket. I also saw that. I think it was just decoration.
0: That's almost cruel. Yeah. Can you imagine being long oh look at this fake fruit that we have to look at for the rest of time. Unless
1: maybe we're to believe that they could grow fruit in there in I some did way. It. I doubt. Did... Ducato, David, if you're listening, please write in and tell us. (laughs) So Kate thinks that this place is a containment vessel designed Mm -hmm. to keep something in. Under what basis? And Uh, not the other way around.
0: woman's intuition.
1: The the whole thing is that they're trying to get the body to produce its own amino acids so that people don't need to eat food anymore. And by eating the food, it pushed Jesse over the edge, which then killed him, I guess.
0: His metabolism couldn't handle it
1: And naturally
0: The second the food touches your tongue You soak up those in the Exactly,
1: this, like that So you better be careful Jake decides to go investigate The vent by himself mm-hmm. Butch wants to go too He but wants
0: to go die in this vent so bad
1: He's only two weeks out of boot camp Just like Blanca mm-hmm. This is bullshit I'm going in after him
0: Butch, don't
1: he should have been back a long time ago. He hasn't been gone that long. Blanca's right, it just seems that long. I should have went with him in the first place. They do do a callback to this scene later that I really like. He just crawled through there very fast. And he goes crawling through the vent, and there's, like, smoke this time for some Ooh, reason. it's very
0: scary, and there's a bunch of, like,
1: alien pods. And he finds the goo, and this weird cave thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and Butch goes into Blanca runs off to try and go find weapons mm-hmm. or something. Is that what she was I doing? Don't, I don't know and then she finds a hanging skeleton ah! and then the monster comes out at her, but it disappears into a vent before Kate and Butch get there and it was awful, just awful and it's another entrance to the vents,
0: yes, which would which make
1: sense. Butch gets in there <laughs> immediately jumps in there uh and he finds Jake unconscious in a cave. Oh, yeah. And Jake seems all right, but he says he doesn't think this thing wants to kill any of them. Just because of knocked They them mentioned out? that a few times at the beginning, but then they sort of abandoned that. It didn't really make much sense to me what was it going doesn't. on. It doesn't. I didn't understand what was happening. Kate starts putting samples into the computer, which shows very high protein levels, I guess. There's a graph you see. And Jesse was... Probably healthier than all of them, mm-hmm. says the sample that they put into the, the computer. Line, the line said it. Any line reader will tell you that, bud. They hear a weird noise, and they go into some storage room thing mm-hmm. where the lights go off. <gasps> Butch immediately leaves to go try and turn the lights on, and then he gets attacked by a giant rat that bites his hands.
0: Uh, I loved these scenes in particular because the way that they carry these guns around... They're just and they're laser guns
1: waving them around. When that gun went off the first time, and it was a big and it was a big laser, I was shocked.
0: And the other thing is, these laser guns suck (laughs) because it
1: like it he shoots this rat that's attacking. Why do you think they decided to go with laser guns? I don't know. Especially if it's only six years in the what doesn't matter.
0: It was very Star Wars
1: and Star Trek, a merging of worlds, really i was thinking about this okay the
0: guns that we currently have today are like bullets what's up with those they're like the worst lasers in the world basically right (laughs) it's just like congealed energy down into like a physical form whereas like a laser is a pure form of gun wow i've never thought of it that 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 way can shoot forever wouldn't it if you shot a big laser gun in this style i'd I do not know. I don't know either.
1: Surprisingly, I'm not well-versed in the science behind laser laser guns, or lasers in general. Me neither. Uh, I know that sometimes there's laser pointers, and I guess you can flash those into the eyes of pilots, which would, I guess, kind of imply that... Well, are there short-distance lasers and long-distance lasers? Hey. You know what? Laser listeners... That's pretty wild. I've never light thought up of it our, that Light way up before. our inbox with the laser.
0: <laughs> explaining, a la- I'll I'll go Wikipedia
1: the laser later. They fix up Butch's hand, and they start mm-hmm. talking about how they can't leave because the rain's still coming down. They think it stops for a second, but then, ugh, thunder! <laughs> Just acid pouring from the skies. <laughs>
0: Sluicing all about them. Jake
1: rebuffs all of their ideas. Mm -hmm. uh, Re what Jesse has said previously. Mm -hmm. And Blanca's like, if Jesse is so smart, how come he's dead? Yeah. Wow. I like it. Even if that's not a very original line, Fuck you, Jesse. They decide to... Try and kill the thing, and also attempt to make a phone call with the computer.
0: Well, they're not going to call an SOS because they're deserters, as we know, and either they'll be lined up and shot or sent Sent back to the the front line and ergo shot. Who are these people fighting? Mutants, I assume, based on the beginnings. They're 400 miles out of New L.A. Uh Uh-huh. The Uh... world is a cinder, a husk, (laughs) and they're still fighting? yes there's also gassers as we learned jesse was a gasser whatever that means Uh, presumably one who gases
1: yeah probably dealing with like toxic sludge and crap you know what noxious gases no thank you Butch and Jake are gonna go by themselves to make this phone call and leave Caden mm-hmm. Blanc alone because even though it's a dystopian future, women still aren't equals. Yes. You guys gotta stay in the bedroom. Jake sits down at the computer when out comes the creepazoid to attack him, kind of it mostly just, it just spits I'm acid on, your on the crotch. computer.
0: Yeah, and spitting all over this computer. I love this too. Butch, they have fucking laser guns that they wave yeah. around all the time,
1: and Butch is immediately like, Ugh, Whoa, I can't even... Do- I guess That this- is a recurring thing in this movie that was very annoying. Number one, we know that all of these people are military trained. Yes. Number two, the instant they're confronted with something, every single one of them is like, Ugh, I don't know, I can't. A giant rat that it- we've killed millions of times? Heavens, I can't touch that.
0: But just not even in like a Fight, flight, or freeze. It's just sort of like it's like they have no training. It's like they don't have laser weapons. They just watch shit happen. Laser
1: weapons? (laughs) Come on.
0: Just shoot the the it's a the mouse is the size of like a German shepherd.
1: Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. At least the size of a chihuahua. At least. It also drags Butch away into Mm -hmm. the, into the vent. Oh no. And then when Kate and Blanc are in the other room, they do that callback I talked about later where it's like, you should be back now. He
0: should be back by now. It just seems like a long time. Didn't you say that? But how long do we Wait. Stay here. That's what the man said, and that's what we're going to do. This... I also love how they murdered the Bechtel test in that scene. Yes. It's just the only thing they had to talk about.
1: They talk you, about you, how you much, much she hates with giant guy, rats.
0: And I paired off with my guy, and I guess it's good that Jesse died, because, you know, the man will. <laughs>
1: <sighs> it gives them a chance to talk about mm-hmm. how Blanca hates rats. Um, for some reason, Kate then goes to shower mm-hmm. in the middle of a conversation. And her then is already wet. A big rat comes and attacks Blanca while she just stands there. And uh, screams. And the rat jumps up Blanca's shirt. On her back. Kate Eww. pulls it out and then it vanishes while they sit on the bed. It literally just barely obscured by a bit of sheet underneath the bed. Mm-hmm. So when Kate sticks her head down to look, to get attacked by it. It rips her throat out. Why did she do that? Again, literally, you have laser guns shoot through the mattress. You're literally sticking your neck out. Yeah, you're asking to be attacked by this giant rat. You're inviting it. Well,
0: it's just not very prudent, <laughs> is what I would have to say. It seems like, uh, also, if I saw my friend being attacked by a giant rat and I had a laser gun, I think I would shoot, which seemingly has no recoil at all. It's the easiest thing in the world to shoot. They, you, you can't just run up there, even if you don't want to shoot it. Hey, Pistol whip
1: it. They could probably only afford the visual effects for the one shot Mm -hmm. would be my guess.
0: He shoots it several times later. but Does he? It does nothing. It's laser proof. They're probably saving it.
1: It's laser proof. (laughs) So, Jay comes back at the very moment, uh, very poor timing, Mm -hmm. and he glosses over the monster attack and how Butch is missing and they start administering some sort of... Like, does he kill her? No, He's like, like he go get a sleep? blanket,
0: and then uh, she uh, falls get... unconscious. Well, she dies because he's like, just let it, just let it go. Because he, re- I think she realizes that he's gonna, she's going to die
1: because of ripped her freaking throat out. And they're now resigned to killing this monster. Meanwhile, <laughs> the monster starts spinning all over Butch. Yeah. But then, when Blanca and Jake show up, he's fine for the most part. He's just covered in goo. Mm-hmm. But then, when they bring him to the gurney he starts convulsing and mutating into a pile of goo he probably like licked the inside of his lips and there's a pee in there like a
0: remnant of a pee and it touched his tongue Oh, maybe uh i love how jake is like this thing is fast this thing is strong (laughs) i mean it's strong i guess it is not fast it's silent seemingly no one can hear it jake must be deaf it sounds constantly like you're sucking the last bit of, like, shit out of the bottom of I did of a, really like the monster effects.
1: I think they did a really good job. The, yes. Like, the monster effects Especially were Especially for this movie yes. in particular. The, the monster effects were way better than the movie. I
0: think they they spent all of the budget on that.
1: And the monster does pop out Wah! to attack Blanca and Jake as they're hugging. Mm-hmm. And then it does this weird cut to Blanca going to check on Kate. who is. Also mutated, but in a way that was unlike anyone else has mutated. It was very... Um, She's like a zombie. A deadite almost. A Deadeye or ah! uh, Night of the Comet. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she attacks Blanca and starts throwing her around and choking her. They throw each other around. This is like a poorly choreographed, but very entertaining <laughs> little tussle scene. That I, I, I liked it. Yeah. Blanca smashes a bottle on her head and then she starts beating the crap like uh, Kate starts beating mm-hmm. the crap out of Blanca but then Blanca gets very mad and she starts kicking the shit out of Kate Yes, and then she like, throws this bookshelf down on top of her and uses it to crush Kate to death by jumping on top very nice. good, I really liked it yeah. which makes what happens to Blanca next all the fucking worse oh definitely Uh, but also a lesson, you should always anchor your bookshelves
0: yeah <laughs> Prevent tragedy, people. Anchor well, your bookshelves. I
1: we'll have to send a letter to the past to the production office. I'm sure this was filmed in.
0: <laughs> Can you imagine? That would be great. A horror movie in a completely safe household. They can't slam the drawers. They can't
1: Isn't that push shit over. Sort of like The Purge. Is that sort of happening in that? that? I don't know. I've I never know seen either. The Purge. Meanwhile, during all of this, Jake is running down the hallways being attacked by anyway. the creepazoid. Ah! And seemingly it's up to Blanca. And she finds Jake in the weird cave room. Oh, my God. But he won't wake up.
0: Wake up, Jake.
1: The continuity towards the end here is a nightmare. She also
0: goes out of her way to find uh, a ray gun in the shape of, like, an SMG. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, cool. Go in there with your, with your submachine gun. But then the monster comes up behind her and kills her. Again, because it's I was the, so mad. It is so good at sneaking, despite
1: constantly Being finishing gigantic. a big gulp. <laughs> it, I, I thought it was lame. I don't think she needed to die. Especially so, no! so Jake could live. Like, boring, straight guy, number 874. Complete loser. Genuinely the least interesting character in the movie, who I would say has the least development. I don't really... I guess he is the oldest of them all, was supposed to be his thing.
0: The leader...
1: Yeah. Also, for some reason, he puts a different shirt on.
0: Oh, I love that, too, because he's, like, running, trying to get out. Uh and oh, he, sure. And he pulls the shirt over himself, but it literally only has the last button done. <laughs>
1: so he's just pulling the last button over his... That was very weird. So at this point in the movie, mm-hmm. we're in our last 15 minutes. Which was our last 45 minutes, really. Wow. These last 15 <laughs> minutes... It's just Jake and the creepozoid traipsing around this bunker. Again, almost certainly it's a production office. I should look on IMDb and mm-hmm. see because I guarantee you they have the building listed. Um, he finds this like little kit of crap. I have it written down as small screwdrivers for glasses repair, but actually now that I'm thinking it about it, it syringe. was syringe <laughs> because syringes makes more sense than tiny little screwdrivers. I love
0: this because the syringe itself is like the size of like. It's a huge, it's, it's huge. like a giant plunger. It's like, it's like the size of your forearm. Yeah. Giant needle. And the little ampule of whatever he's injecting is like the size of like a little tiny, teensy tiny little ampule that he's
1: jamming this giant syringe into. My dad used to have a, like a giant syringe like that that he would use for fishing. Mm. Uh, I'm not entirely sure. I seem to remember it being that you just, uh, inject air into the brain of the fish, which kills it instantly. Uh, I don't quote me on that. I could be 100% wrong, or that could just be something he told me to make me feel better. I think they're often used in medical settings for irrigation purposes. So he somehow misses this giant monster standing right in front of him. Well, can can I
0: tell you what happens four times in a row? Yes. So the monster shuffling up, shuffling up, it's finishing its big gulp, making a lot of noise and waddling. And then Jake somehow That's very repetitive. Somehow walks directly into it without seeing it, even though it's the size of France. And then it uh it, it they they grapple with each other and he's yelling. Then it throws him into either a pile of boxes or some shelves.
1: That's a real classic cat-mouse situation. And then he gets up and slowly, poorly
0: limps away to, to come face-to-face with the monster this yet again. This didn't need to be a full 15
1: minutes long. Give me more Linnea. Yes. Give me more Linnea. Let them tag-team this monster. Jake runs to go stab it with the syringe mm-hmm. thing. It, it throws him away. He charges it. He's able to get it. It falls down. While Jake drags himself away, but we see that the monster is still moving around because it's got a little demon baby in there. Which was... You bet. A demon baby. Exquisitely painted. Where like
0: the skull was like one of those, you could see the pale veins underneath. Has an umbilical
1: cord that it shows slowly coming out of the head of this thing. A fully lifelike face that makes weird faces at you the whole time. It was really out of left fucking fields. I, would, I will say there was. I was not expecting this. I'm not sure if it was hinted at. I did not pick that up.
0: No. I mean, I guess this. This was. I mean, let's
1: face it. This is. This is alien in the basement, but space is acid rain. Again, great job on the special effects. Yes. It definitely does look like one of those zombie babies from *Spirit of Halloween*. Uh, if you know what I'm talking about. It looks about. like it would
0: be very expensive. And then yes. someone who actually knew what they were doing, the modeling on the skull, which they take time to feature,
1: was very well done. It starts creeping up on Jake, and then he just like pushes it over, and then they do the same shit mm-hmm. with Jake and this baby, where it's just like, oh, uh, he's, oh uh, he's crawling away. Oh, More creeping around. Oh, no, it's up on his shoulder somehow. At this point... I was already so far past being invested that I just wanted it to, like, end. He ends up killing it by strangling it
0: with the umbilical umbilical cord. cord.
1: But then it's not actually dead because you get a freeze frame of it at the end. Well,
0: yeah, he goes to check on the corpse of What's-Her-Face, and he's like, God damn it, another
1: girlfriend lost to a shelf. You have a movie that is an hour and 15 minutes long. Or not even an hour and 15. Mm -hmm. It's an hour and 11 minutes long and you choose to spend the last 15 minutes so almost 1 quarter of the movie is spent doing this boring uh, throwing scenes with Jake and the monster tedious like um dirty dancing lifts
0: into yes. boxes
1: there's another movie oh psycho cop did the same thing where mm-hmm. it was them like running mm-hmm. in the woods forever just yep, like it was repeating 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 and it was annoying because i really did enjoy the movie quite a lot up until those last 15 minutes when it just like it got so boring it felt like they were building to something i would have much rather jake died if blanca was the one doing this yeah where it's like i probably would have been a little bit more invested because it's Linnea. quickly they
0: could have even had her just be like Oh, she's the one who finds the codes to the computer somehow. She's something, the one who does this. Something. Like the just the little like she's greasing the wheels and she finally comes into her all after two weeks out of boot camp and deserves. She does you know have I mean? sex
1: in the movie, so she Deserve deserves to, to die. die. And Linnea Quigley is our six degrees of Jamie Lee for this. The connection mentioned earlier. So Linnea Quigley is in Phantoms. With Ben Affleck, who is in Daddy and Them with oh, Jamie Lee Curtis. I didn't know she was in Phantom. She's the woman in room two oh four.
0: Interesting.
1: So she's not really like in she it. She plays
0: one of the manifestations of yes. the like the one evil. where they find her
1: lipstick, remember? Yes. Like they go up to that room.
0: Um Oh yeah, because she's the one who knows what the ancient evil is. Yeah. Uh maybe it's ancient enemy. Ancient I don't enemy. Know.
1: Ancient it's the ancient enemy. And this is exciting, but We have not done a Ducato movie in quite some time. I believe our last one was Leeches, which you should go listen to because the game we're about to play is going to be much better in that episode than it was in this. I will say I was not at my best in this one,
0: Uh, the previous one for sure. so So if this
1: is your first time hearing us do this, we've done it, I think this is the second or third time, um, where we play Ducato plot or not. Where I have a list of oh uh, movie plots, some of which are movies directed or written by David Ducato, and some I have created, and Mitch has to decipher if it is <laughs> Mitch a has Ducato to get plot. Every one
0: of them wrong or not. somehow.
1: <laughs> oh, also to note, David Ducato has twenty-one directing credits for movies that are like the wrong blank. Like, the wrong sister, the wrong neighbor, the wrong wife, the wrong... Where they're like those Lifetime movies sort of things. Whoa. And yeah, it's crazy. Lifetime. All right, are That's you ready? That's
0: amazing that he can direct those after some of the crap. Oh, he
1: directs a lot of crazy shit because he does like really low budge, uh, like kids movies too. Where it's like, Whoa. Easter Bunny, poop poop, and stuff like that. I guess <laughs> tidy whities don't pay for themselves. Are you ready? No. Four. Dokato plot or not? Bump, bump. We need to get a... Our first plot. Teenage Alien Avengers. Two nerdish high school students mm. turn into high-tech superheroes when they accidentally stumble onto a hidden cache of alien armor and weaponry in the school's basement. What will they do, though? when the extraterrestrial treasure's owner comes back to reclaim it. But is that a Ducato plot? Or not?
0: I, mean, I guess not.
1: It is a David Ducato plot. See
0: how I said I get them all wrong? Because I was like, why would it be in the basement of the high school? <laughs>
1: there is sort of a running alien theme in this. Okay. Like kind of to match with the movie we just watched. That's, oh, okay. Just, so there's like some other alien ones as well. He's giving me all the hints he can. <laughs> 666 Scary Mary. <laughs> When Brock Pennington (laughs) moved to town, he wanted to escape his past, start a new school, and a new life. But then he started hearing stories about a girl who drowned in the pool during state trials. Mary's back, and she has plans for Brock and his body.
0: Oh, he does love a plot at a pool.
1: Yeah, you talk me through your like decision, (laughs) your like thinking thought processes here. Well,
0: first, I was like, the first two sentences. I mean, of
1: course, classic trope. Sorry for our dog snoring. She's just, she she hates, she hates this podcast. <laughs> Did you want to hear the plot again?
0: Yes. Oh, Sorry, okay.
1: we got ambushed by a small dog. When Brock Pennington moved to town, he wanted to escape his past, start a new school and a new life. But then he started hearing stories about a girl who drowned in the pool during state trials. Mary's back. And she has plans for Brock and his body.
0: Okay, again, he does love... reference to the male body specifically yes uh uh swimmers of a collegiate age okay we know this for a fact uh featured in many of the movies uh witches or women of supernatural Mm -hmm.
1: linnea quigley brink stevens and i think you made this one up though i did make this one good job Oh, I always forget to keep track, too. So you're like uh, one, uh, one, 50, one 50, out of 2 50, should, 50. Do you have a pen? Let's keep track I mean, this it time.
0: doesn't, but
1: yes. Okay. You write. You yeah. Keep a tally. You got one. <laughs> femalians. Seduction of the species. The femalians have touched down, and they want to get down. They've come from the far reaches of sexy space to seduce mankind any way they can. With their assets in tow, the Femalians crash land on Venice Beach and find primitive man needing lessons in seduction.
0: Again, the classic theme of women with more powers than they're letting on.
1: Sounds like a an inverse of Earth Girls Are Easy.
0: And these Venice Beach guys <laughs> need to get taught a lesson in friggin'
1: wooing, wooing and, and seduction from sexy space. So what are you thinking?
0: Um The only thing that's giving me pause is the term sexy space. Okay. So, so it's what's, real? What's
1: your It's Decato. It is a Decato. Okay. Congratulations. Good. I got two. You did. <laughs> so far. My stepbrother is a vampire? Exclamation point question mark. Nancy Monroe's mother. Exclamation point question mark? Yes. Not question point, exclamation It could be that. I wrote it down, exclamation mark, question mark. I'm not sure. Mm. Nancy Monroe's mother, Denise, just got married, and Nancy has a new stepbrother, Victor. A goth guy who dresses in black, wears a lot of sunscreen, apparently talks to his cat, and has the ability to cloud women's minds. (laughs) So Nancy's convinced that he's a vampire. But is she a paranoid wingnut? Or is she the only person who sees Victor's true nature?
0: Okay. I'm trying to think back if we've, if we've, mm, we have leeches did have a prominent female character. It's like the main sort of
1: character. Yeah, leeches had a whole team of female characters. Damn it. Secondary characters, but characters nonetheless. Kind of. I I just feel like he, he usually always has like male models mm-hmm. and then a couple girls. To just so there's yeah, something to balance shit. out. Yeah,
0: so, so that any old person can watch this. So That's
1: instead it. of making it with each other, they can make it with the girls. Yeah,
0: okay. Stepbrother, though. But then he's around all the time. I'm going to say this one is fake.
1: It is a Ducato. God damn it. And it stars Judd Berza, winner of Survivor. Congratulations, Judd. <laughs> all right, you ready? Malians, seed of the solar system. They've come from Uranus with only one goal in mind, spread their seed and save their species. When their spacecraft crashes in Weho during the biggest circuit party of the year, safe sex isn't an option. So we had females, seduction of the species, and males, seed of the solar system. Was it Halloween or just Weho? Uh, crashes in Weho during the biggest circuit party of the oh, year.
0: circuit party. Mm. Mm, I'm gonna say that this is fake. It is fake. Okay, good. I'm I'm so good at this now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Red blooded American werewolf in Runyon. Fuller's Ooh. frat has the perfect pledge party camping in Runyon Canyon Park, but one of the brothers is more than they appear, and when Fuller's friends are getting picked off one by one by a werewolf, it'll take more than a keg of silver bullet to stop him. Okay. First
0: of all, if you came up with this using Fuller for the name of the main character, like Full
1: Moon. (laughs) Oh, shit! (laughs) So stupid. Wasn't Fuller the cousin in Home Alone? The the one who pees his pants all the time? Yes.
0: Probably. Okay, I
1: don't know why. That's where my brain went. I guess it's the... Can you camp in Runyon? I guess it doesn't matter because werewolves aren't real. (laughs) (laughs) It is a park.
0: Uh, Yeah, that's true. Um... Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Runyon is so But I guess the werewolves of Run- Like Runyon is so like were- Werewolves of London that it's perfect Well yeah
1: it's a, a red blooded American werewolf in Runyon An American werewolf in London
0: I'm gonna say that it's real Just for the hell of it It
1: is not real I, Damn I, you, it is, you tricked I made it me up. by <laughs> laughing about Fuller you <laughs> Tricky fuck <laughs> You're just pretending that you didn't realize I'm sorry. it? No, I truly uh, did not realize it. I'm not lying. You. <laughs> you caught up to something I had not even considered. <sighs> now I'm back to
0: 50-50. No better than chance. And I'm getting this dog is all whipped up because I'm so angry.
1: Bloody blacksmith. A group of history students are promised a reward if they can find the ancient tools of legendary blacksmith one-eyed earl who murdered the townspeople of a remote rustic village in the 1800s. Legend says his ghost still stalks these haunted grounds. See, okay. My gut tells me
0: that this isn't real, but then I'm usually wrong when we do these things. So that's you've been
1: of, you've been doing pretty well so I've far. I've been doing chance
0: <laughs> so far, um, but see, to me, maybe maybe David, Mr. Cato. Okay. Uh, looks at the materials that he
1: has available to him sometimes and then fashions a new plot around them. It's like wow, weird that I'm making a South Park reference but there's a South Park episode where they lampoon Family Guy where it's a bunch of whales picking like
0: oh, yeah, balls with, with to balls. fill in the blanks so yeah, it's exactly. like an ad-lib sort exactly. of thing. Uh, exactly, so my, my thought here is that he easily could have been like, hey, I could use this
1: recreation pioneer village <laughs> as or like uh, almost certainly in the desert exactly, probably cheap to rent exactly. I actually know there is one isn't there in the California yeah, desert?
0: yeah there's a couple of them some of them have burned down in the wildflowers was so sad um, so I'm going to say it's real
1: it is real you're doing such a good job thank you congratulations you're doing a good job at keeping okay. me on my toes
0: <laughs> my little toes
1: okay our next one 1313 Bermuda Triangle. (laughs) A young treasure hunter has stumbled across a trove of priceless artifacts off the coast of a Caribbean island. To help him with his project, he's assembled a team of young experts to authenticate his finds, only to discover that one of the quote-unquote experts has quite another agenda in mind. 1313 Bermuda Triangle.
0: Not Dead End Drive. No. Okay.
1: That is... Uh, board game board
0: game <laughs> <laughs> um i gotta imagine that underwater shoots be expensive though that's the thing
1: to be fair it does not say it's underwater. underwater it's off the coast off of a coast. caribbean island so it
0: could be okay
1: i would assume there's ship scenes but i'm not sure
0: ship scenes
1: or like boat scenes mm-hmm. yacht scenes maybe
0: who is this nefarious character? Probably some sort of eldritch spirit. One of the experts. Uh, why are they an expert? Because um... they were there. Or they know the significance? I just have to
1: tell me if this is a Ducato plot or not. I don't think that it is. It is God. a Ducato plot. I'm sorry that you got it wrong. He has a series that are a bunch of them that are 1313 and a bunch of them are 666. grandma's a ghost wait wait exclamation point question mark or question exclamation mark? M- question okay rex trapman's life sucks his dad just married his new gold digging stepmom and his beloved grandma died but all that's buried isn't gold and grandma wants her wedding ring back and her inheritance to go to her grandson wow. why not
0: what would she do kind of terror could she get up as only a grandmother could
1: Mm. salt in the sugar and sugar in the salt ah cookies or knives knives (laughs) and the cookies these knitting needles
0: are just regular needles (laughs) with blood on them Ah. Ah. um hmm grandma's a ghost plucky young grandson
1: yep evil stepmother evil stepmother, and perhaps evil father as well um, I'm gonna say not it is not yes! it is a Christopher original,
0: you know why just not enough opportunities for shirtlessness.
1: That's true. I didn't even think yeah. about that.
0: It's a key element of most of these
1: lucky number sever yes! somebody's killing off the star players of the baseball team one by one, and Julian might be next. It's up to him and the spooky school janitor to stop the mur- murders, or it's one, two, three strikes and he's out permanently. Oh, It's <laughs> a good punch up.
0: Um, okay, got the janitor. It is a team of young men. This is a sports thing. So yeah, baseballing. Plenty of people to die. Uh, baseball, I can think of a couple of kooky different ways to kill a baseball team, like a, first of all you got the bats you can have like a batting cage and the the ball shoots really fast and hits them in the head, like you, you got the
1: cute little shorts pants, definitely you got the, what What else Uh, the chew, you could oh, yeah, like, drowning in chewing tobacco
0: ew, ew. Ew. yeah, that's pretty gross, I might like poisoning it, but yeah
1: um I mean poisoning. I do you really need better. to poison it though? Am I
0: right? <laughs> I was trying to think of like this episode brought to you by Winston Salem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky strike. Um I'm going to say that this is real.
1: This is not real. Damn it! Uh, it's a Christopher original. Wow, so
0: literally five versus five.
1: I've got one left. Um, so tie-breaker. it could be a tiebreaker. <laughs> Devilish charm. When a cursed devil's charm bracelet shows up at a sorority house on Valentine's Day, each girl tries to make a series of wishes, and each finds that the unintended consequences are the primary purpose of Satan's sinister strategy. Devil's charm bracelet.
0: Well, definitely a well-established thing that exists. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, you know. (laughs) Um, Jewelry of sin. Definitely... Because I bet they're like, I wish I could get the quarterback. Yeah. I wish I could get a guy who is romantic.
1: Me too.
0: I wish I could uh, get a whole cheesecake. <laughs> oh, Patty. Rah. You know, like something like that. They always Patty. Say, I shouldn't have gone with that name.
1: Why? It's good. Thoughts? Uh, Ducato plot? Ducato knot? This is deciding your fate if if I'm you're the winner of this not game or. Ducato plot. It is a Ducato yes. plot. So you won.
0: You know why? Because I was like, I don't have strong feelings about this one. And usually the ones that I definitely think are 100% real are the ones that you've made.
1: Yeah. Uh, because. And as always, Mr. Ducato, if you're listening, we I will. I mean, hey, I got these ideas for you. Yes. We will write whatever you want. <laughs> Well, he could just have the ideas. Sure. His works are his own things. You can. I'm just well, pitching yeah, some you know, story ideas. That's actually very true because he. There's no way I could. In order for them to be authentic, they such, have to be. Yeah. They have to come He has essentially man. created a genre of his own. Like, uh, Ducato movies are Ducato and movies. And can't just say?
0: That is so impressive. Yes, so especially many for people, a gay man. So many people aspire to do that and they cannot. And they do
1: not. They don't even try. And he has actually fucking (laughs) done it. He made a limitless amount of movies. More than 50, probably. Self-finances for the most part, I think. But way more than 50. (laughs) Hey, hey, David. Cheers
0: to you, my friend, for fucking doing it. Living your fucking life. Mitch
1: is cheersing right now.
0: Can you imagine if he hated making movies?
1: I can't admit. I think <laughs> that's probably why he does all of those Lifetime movies is to finance the other ones. No, I know. Where I just... he can get the attractive straight men in their underwear. <laughs> Wouldn't it be hilarious? He's just like, God, I hate doing this. <laughs> but it's
0: all I can do at this point. <laughs> it's in my blood. Oh, dear. That's a movie of its own. It's called um, uh, Developing Problems. Great title. I <laughs> like it. I'm like. <laughs> Because it's the film, you know? You yeah. That, man. All right. Are we done? Do we have anything else? We have to talk
1: about our social, social media. media. Well, yeah. But I'd be like, content wise. No. All right. Twitter? Death first blood. Death first blood. Ooh, you definitely, definitely first, first blood instagram definitely first blood and you
0: can email us at definitely first at gmail.com
1: send us a rating or a review or something if you would like but there's no pressure to do so and we have no expectation that you will we should review some of the podcasts that we love i always re- review podcasts yeah but i don't <laughs> so i'm lazy well bye. Bye! bye bye thanks for listening goodbye